Hey guys, what's up? So we decided we're going to start doing a Comic Vine podcast. And um, if you don't know already, I'm Babs. And um, we're just going to go around the table and we're going to introduce ourselves. I am G-Man. And our special guest today is... Apparently I'm Captain Cascader today. I'm no longer Dave. I'm just... My name is Captain Cascader. I (laughs) wear tight clothing. Yes, and we got to get you... And tight clothing once again soon. Not, I, I like the audio version of Captain Cascader much better than the <laughs> full visual version. We'll have to, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to get you some donuts. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so this is something that we that I've been wanting to do for a while, and now we are going to get it. And I've we've had some people, several people, just recently say, "You guys need a podcast." So here we go. This is it. This is it. So. so it's the week of July 10th, and um, this Wednesday we had a lot of brand new comics, really, really good stuff come out. Um, I'm just going to go through the list, and um, we had X-Men Legacy Utopia come out. We had um, the uh, Dark X-Men Utopia come out, Amazing Spider-Man, Black Canary, Green Arrow, Batman number 688. Thank you. Red Robin number two, War of Kings. Miss um, Marvel, G.I. Joe. You got a couple G.I. Joes. You got the movie adaption. Yeah, that cover is ridiculous. Talk about that mm-hmm. later. So wait, tell me. I, I, you know me. I read trades for yes. the most part. What what's what is Utopia? Utopia is the current X Men. Let's let's beat up on the X Men. Make their lives horrible. Uh, let, let, okay, backing up. The X Men decided. I think Cyclops dis- decided. Let's move to San Francisco where everyone is tolerant and we can live happy and walk around in the parks. Because that's where Starfleet is. So, yeah, perfect. So they're they're in San Francisco, but then, what's it, Simon Trask, he's Mm -hmm. one of the Trask, he's he's a big douche, he's back from the dead, I guess, and he wants birth control for mutants. He wants to regulate when mutants have nookie. Well, okay, so he basically wants to control, you know, um, their uh, conception and whatever. So they can't, you know, do anything without getting permission first. And Norman Osborn, who is taking a piece of everything, he has jumped on and saying, okay, we're going to get started with this. this." And then in turn, he forms his own X-Men team because he wants to have a little piece of every action for merchandising, probably. Because he's been going crazy. Yes, he's got his Dark X-Men, so now we got the... Um, or no, he has Dark Avengers, so he's going to have Dark X-Men, and I'm still waiting for Dark Power Pack. I, I want to see that, how he's going <laughs> to do that. He's, he's going to have Dark everything. No Dark Alpha Flight or anything? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Red yeah. Lamp would love another Alpha Flight, but I, I, I just don't... No matter how many times they try bringing Alpha Flight back, it never happens. But the other big thing this week, we had the Wednesday comics, the, the newspaper comics. Oh, Red Lamp's joining us, too. Hi, Red Lamp. How are you today? The mic's not set up. How do you... So get out of here. Sorry. It's too late. You jumped in the middle. You can't do it. Bye. Never mind. He's leaving. Okay. We will edit that out. Okay. But the, the other big thing this week was DC Comics Wednesday Comics, which was a big newspaper-sized 16-page comic for three ninety nine. Okay. Are um, the newspapers failing? They are failing. So that that's the, the curious thing, that they're going back to newsprint. You would think newsprint would be cheaper than the glossy paper they use in comics. 
but it's still three ninety nine for sixteen pages. Now I loved it. I thought it was great. I didn't have so much an issue with the price as I did with just each character had one page a one page story. But and it's a huge page, you know, it's so it's page. like technically like two pages. But by the time you're you're like that I said the Hal Jordan story, you get into it, he Hal Jordan appears in the last panel, then it's like that's it. So but a lot of people seem to like it. I mean, the buzz on the, the internets is... You know, is there a chance of Calvin and Hobbes coming back and like being maybe maybe like a family <laughs> circle in know. the bottom right corner of I, these? I, maybe if DC bought the rights. I mean, someone... So are they trying to keep these like... Uh, was it started as like a numbered thing? Are they going to... Like next week, are we going to have continuations yes. of these stories or so are they it, just kind of one-offs? It's a 12-issue series. I think they're just testing the waters to see... Do people want another weekly comic? Are they willing to pay three ninety nine for this? It looked cool. It, it's it's very cool. I mean, the it's, art It's very unique. The art is kind of seeing the art just so huge. Yeah, it's it's really nice. But I just don't think your average person wants to pay four bucks each week. But even you though know what it's though? They're paying four dollars for um, every comic that Marvel has has increased the price on. So it's really not that much of a difference. And you're getting something really special. And the art is really great. And the the writing, I mean, the writing is fantastic. So. But then on the other hand, you know, some of the complaints I've seen is you know you have Batman in there. Batman has a gazillion titles. You have Superman in there. You know, so it, you have to kind of wait. Well, the know. haters just need to shut up because I really because think that's great. Because you want more Batman exactly. and you can't get enough well, of Batman. I just need, love Bruce Wayne. But you do need the big tiered heroes. I mean, if to the average it. person, yeah, you know, you no sell. one wants to go and read the Metamorpho series, which I love by Neil Gaiman and Mike Allred, but that's not what's going to sell this to the average new reader walking No, I, I want a Commissioner Gordon only well, they, they, no. just, they did Iris I know, West. I remember. Yeah, they yeah. did Iris West, and she's got a half a page feature. So it's, it's going to be curious to see how that goes. Do you think they'll use it as like a way to? Because obviously they want to try and sell these things. So my guess is they'll do like some sort of big reveal in one of them. I don't know. I mean, it, right now it, it just really seems bad. like they're just fun. I mean, you got you got kickass creators writing these and, and drawing them, and but they just kind of seem like out of continuity fun stories that you don't need to be following a gazillion current titles, titles just to know to what's follow. going on. Sure. So you kind of have it. So that that's a good thing is it's it's very new reader friendly. Anyone can just pick it up. Plus they're pretty. I, I'm, I'm, and they're pretty, Tony. Yes, they're pretty. I'm curious what it's going to be when they, they collect it as a trade. You know, are, it would be awesome if they made this huge, gigantic trade that would take like three bookshelves, but that probably won't happen. Like yeah, a big coffee table so. book, yeah. But that I mean, act, that's a great that's a great idea. Yeah. Sell it limited edition with a tin foil. Uh, well, I don't know about or that. Or with Marvel's new foilogram. Yeah, I saw those that sent me a little foil and it reminded holograms. me of my childhood immediately. I was looking for Ken Griffey Jr. with uh, <laughs> I, I don't know some pogs. some Saran wrap. Have it some pogs. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, pogs. I well, okay. With speaking of the foilogram covers, I'm. I'm I'm curious. I maybe I'm a sucker, but I think I might check it out if they're readily available. I mean, since it's a variant, and from the information I got, it doesn't appear that it has a higher price than a regular cover. So I don't know if it's. I haven't looked. I could look into it, but I don't know if it's a fifty-fifty trade, if it's a one in ten, or you know what the deal is. What's the most memorable foil you remember from back, like old comic? 
I think this is before I was born, so I'm just going to sit this out. It wasn't before you were born. Well, I, I, I like... Mine was, uh, my, I think Venom number one. Venom number one had one, the I book, remember. Yeah. Had like that weird, crazy red, yeah, ridiculous the, the lethal protectors. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I just threw that out the other day. <laughs> yeah. When talking about the Venom movie, yeah. I hope they don't make the Venom movie based yeah. on lethal protectors where he's living underground and trying to save a bunch of homeless people in San Francisco. Back to San Francisco. <laughs> But um, I like when he did the little hologram covers on the X-Men, like, like Wolverine 75, I remember, when Magneto ripped the, the adamantium out of Wolverine. You know, he had those little card-sized holograms. There was also, um, I think there was a, a Batman one where you, it was, it was a little awkward because you had to kind of stand over it. It was almost like a, a top-viewed hologram, like three-dimensional. You're looking at Batman from up above. It was a nice idea, but it, the execution didn't quite work. So I I'm, just I hated having variants around, to be honest. Like well, all those crazy ones. They that, didn't really give you much of a choice of variants back yeah. then. It's like we're jacking up the price a dollar, you have to buy this cover. And then towards the end of the nineties they started doing your regular covers and your special edition. So do you think it's coming back? I mean I'm wearing a flannel shirt right now, so Maybe. I'm thinking anything can happen here. <laughs> I, I think it's Marvel says they don't plan on overusing this. They want to do it for special occasions, and I think they already know that people are very Skeptical and I mean anti. Yeah, they even mentioned like we're doing the '90s right. Yeah, but on on the other hand, you know, variant covers are a big deal right now. I mean, you you have your fifty fifty covers, you have your one in ten, your one in twenty, and so forth. People are paying extra money for these variant copies. They're buying two issues, three issues yeah. of the same comic. So it's almost like the '90s, and maybe it's just the next generation where they haven't been burned like we were, and you know they don't realize that. It's just another cover, and it's not going to be worth any more or less. And so it'll it'll be interesting to see what goes with that. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about Green Lantern? This you are wearing a green shirt. I'm which, wearing a green shirt, which plays well for this audio podcast. Yes. Yes. Look going. at my green shirt. Look <laughs> yeah. into your computer screen. Mm. Tilt your head fifteen degrees and squint. So okay, the big thing the other day, Justin Timberlake is in the running to play Hal Jordan. Somebody, like, shoot my foot, please. I For Green Lantern? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. That's Mr. A, JT. Mr. Well, well, Dick in a box? Can I, yeah. Can I say that? Well, you, you can. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> that was so bad. I mean, I'm personally, okay, he might be a great actor and everything, but I'd really like, you know, maybe an unknown guy, an unknown actor to play Hal Jordan, and then we could possibly create a series out of it. I don't want, you know, remnants of... Um, Sync. Bye bye bye! Like you know, playing in my head while I'm trying to like take I mean, him if, seriously if, as if Hal he Jordan. Could pull it off, oh I mean, please! I, I, no, if if he did without the NSYNC backlash, I don't. I would be impressed. I don't I see him putting on like a lycra jumpsuit. To I be really honest. like. I could see him being like really bossy and changing Hal Jordan into some dude that wears like cool hats and fedoras. <laughs> Like, you know, he, and he, his his power ring is I don't it's made out of emeralds and it's so I don't know. Dumb. I, I won't comment on his acting because I, I know I know he's been in at least one movie and I think he played kind of like a streak tough trouble. He did or in like a dog. What was it like dogs? Uh, Dogtown, I think. I, think that yeah. Was, yeah. I, like, yeah. I haven't seen it, but what, what I heard is he did a good job. Surprisingly, he did, so, I saw it. you know maybe he could, but he's just not not right. A lot of people want want Nathan Fillion. Who's Nathan Fillion? Who's Nathan Fillion? <laughs> Who is Nathan Fillion? I don't know. Firefly? Oh, the uh, uh, main dude? Yeah, uh, Mal. Mal, Mal, Mal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people want him. I mean, there was that, that, that could work. There was that awesome fan trailer that was made, but 
Warner Brothers has has stated they want a younger because I, I think Nathan Fillion's like in his like forty. That's right, and we don't need yeah. They, they they want the younger so they could do obviously the franchise. So they could but do, you get like, the great picture. thing about you know the Lantern stuff is you can switch it up, man. Yeah, you can switch it up all time. Yeah, Suddenly, yeah. At each there's movie, so many of them. Of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then what? A couple months ago, it was reported that Bradley Cooper was in the running. So Bradley Cooper, Hangover, dude, he's. It seems like the the ladies find him a little dreamy. Do you find him dreamy? No, no, I do not. Well, other ladies find less him less dreamy. Other the the lady we have less than dreamy. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I know my my wife finds him dreamy, and my sister in law finds him dreamy. So I I don't know. I mean, he's I think he's moved up. You know, he started off an alias. He did that Kitchen Confidential show, which which was funny. He had the the kid from Freaks and Geeks. What's his that little kid? The little kid. Let's just call him the little kid. (laughs) The little kid from Freaks and Geeks. Geeks. Now he's on Bones, but he he was. It was a good show, and Mm. The Hangover. I I enjoyed The Hangover for a piece of crap comedy. You know, dumb dumb humor. I I I was entertained. I don't see Green Lantern being uh, very good. Martin Campbell directing it. It's right now. I mean, that's that's the other problem they're having is they're talking about budget. They're looking at 150 to 200 million dollar what budget. That's like a. Dude, that's he's like not that how big much. A character. No, no, no. I'm just like the whole movie, not. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a lot it, of money. It's a space epic. They're 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 gonna make it huge. A space Hal epic. Jordan was in the Super Friends in the '70s. I mean, come on. All right. He, I'm surprised he, he hasn't it. had you know a film yet. And well, actually, he, yeah. I mean, he's he's got the animated feature coming out the end uh-huh. of this month. But you think if you like polled random people on the street, they'd know who Green Lantern is? Like they might know well, that he's so a superhero. Surprisingly, I, what, where I, I I have my Green Lantern ring that I wear, <laughs> and. Often at random places, people say, "Is that Green Lantern?" And I'm like, uh, "How do you know that?" And other people whisper, and they're <laughs> yes, like, "That I'm... guy, that guy has a Green Lantern." Well, I, I did. <laughs> when, when, back when I was teaching, um, people outside this area won't get it. But someone asked me if that was the the Bart logo from the, the Bay Area Transit logo. Oh, really? <laughs> Is that? Yes, yeah, I'm like, yes, I'm wearing a, a Transit. You're King ring. Bart. <laughs> yeah. you, you, the King of Bart gets past like a ring. Every but, once in a while, you get to, you get to, you're like Mussolini. You make the trains run on time or something. So what I, about what about Ryan Reynolds and though? So the, the current Ryan, one, yeah, there you go. That is weird. I hadn't heard about that, but this morning they're like the final three. It's narrowed down to. Bradley Cooper, Justin Timberlake, and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know how he's going to be able to play Deadpool and Hal Jordan. They're just such the, completely the, the different thing about characters. Deadpool. He has been very passionate about. He wants Deadpool done right, and he's got all these ideas. Well, it was and, done wrong. Yeah, in the movie. But well, what's, what's? I mean, what's, they fixed it at the end, though. You know, kind of. No, yeah. But what's interesting is he's got all these. He's saying, "Okay, you know, Deadpool is going to look like the comic. He's going to break the fourth wall. He's going to do this," but. Dude, they don't even have an, a writer yet. And how would, much control is he going to have over that Deadpool movie? I would make a Deadpool movie a black comedy. Yes. Like a completely, it is not like a superhero, superhero movie. I would make it like a, a play on superhero movies and make it just a pure comedy movie. I think that would work because, like, the comic people would love that. I mean, that's all Deadpool is. I mean, yeah. he looks cool yeah. and he's got swords and stuff, but, like, if you made it, like, sort of a funny inside joke against comic book movies, I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think he could do, I think Ryan Reynolds could probably do yeah, that. He, and, and he, like I said, he seems very passionate. He's a fan of the character, and that's what you need. You need someone that's going to do it right. Back with the Green Lantern stuff, you know, Chris Pine was one of the rumored people to play Hal Jordan, but then he straight out said, I'm not really into comics. I don't really know the character. So it's like, you might be a good actor. But you're like but an actor, though. Aren't if, you supposed to research your yeah, role? It, you know it, what I mean? What a I, I don't want someone who doesn't like 
a character, doesn't know the character to play, to play. it just because it's the next yeah. Hollywood thing and it's going to give him a paycheck. So Ryan Reynolds, he's very passionate. You know, he's wanted to do The Flash for a while. You know, he, he did, what's a... Um, I think, I think Ryan Reynolds Blade. just wants to wear spandex. I think so too, man. Yeah. Dude's, dude's, dude's got a bod. <laughs> but but my, my question is, so, you know, could he do both movies at the same time? Uh, but, I, I don't think they'll let him do it. Well, no. the, the thing with, with Deadpool, there's no writer. There's, there's nothing attached to it yet. You know, it's just him saying this is what's going to happen. So hopefully it will happen. Hopefully he'll have that creative control. But Green Lanterns is in pre-production, so I think they could get him in, film it, and then hopefully by that time they'll have a script or two. But for don't Deadpool. you think it'll be so weird for fans to see Ryan Reynolds as the face of Hal Jordan and then see him play Deadpool? I don't think people. Well, I think fans maybe. Well, it's, but, it's like Christian Bale. He's John Connor and Batman. Yeah, but like he's. And Terminator works so well. Yeah. That was a that was an amazing five star epic uh-huh. movie. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. What else? What else we got? <laughs> but, what do you got uh, on there? Oh, what was I just gonna say? Um, <laughs> so, but going back to Deadpool, I I just would be curious: Will Ryan Reynolds give up his pretty looks to sit through makeup and look like Deadpool? I don't know. He did it like in the end. I mean, he looked pretty gross. Well, they also had a stunt guy for some of that, supposedly. Maybe. But I mean, the thing is, most actors. I mean, way back, like before Tobey Maguire Spider Man, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio was rumored to play Spider Man. But the whole thing was, I don't want to wear my mask through the whole thing. And if even if you look at like Spider Man, you know how many times has Tobey Maguire had his mask ripped off? I mean, in, in number yeah, two, he's about... on a subway. So it's like these actors, they want their faces out there. They don't want to be covered up unless you're yeah, someone. Yeah, but I mean, Spider Man's more about the you know. I always thought Spider Man was more about Peter Parker than Spider Man. Yeah, but it was Deadpool's, always about the little nerdy if, boy. If Ryan Reynolds is all about you know making the Deadpool movie right, I really don't think yeah, that he'd be that so. No, but I mean, I don't even know where that came from. I don't. Is that like reported? No, that that's my my. Yeah, uh, I really idea. don't think that he would be so concerned You're about wrong, it. Tony. Well, there's always yeah. an image inducer, so he could always have his pretty looks. I, I mean, the I don't only think thing, it that's may not be, be an issue. It may not be him, but it also may be, you know, your marketing people, your Hollywood people. They might say, oh, we're getting this, you know, I don't know. I mean, is Ryan Reynolds a dreamy guy? I mean, I know he's buffed up lately, but I don't know if he's at that level yet. Mm-hmm. But Hollywood, the Hollywood people might say, we don't want to cover up this good looking dude with all this chunky, toasted face looking makeup. Yeah. And I wouldn't want that to happen. I think if he had anything to say about it, he'd be like, yeah, I'll give up my, my looks and look like a something. Well, that goes back to what um, Joseph Jordan-Levitt said in that um, interview with, I think, New York Magazine. He, he basically insinuated that he was not going to look like himself when he goes and plays, you know, I don't know, is he playing the doctor or is he playing Cobra Commander? Nobody even knows I don't anymore. Even talk about that. You're not looking forward to the G.I. Joe movie? I, I'm foolishly trying to hope that it's going to somewhat kind of be okay. So kind of like maybe the original Transformers was like kind of, kind of. Yeah, I mean, obviously with, with any movie comic adaption, it's not going to be 100% true. It can't be, you know, it, but a lot of it just seems too campy. And, you know, it's it's hard to say what are they 
going towards? You know, are they going for the, the true accurate? You know, you got Snake Eyes with the swords, you got Storm Shadow, you got that whole conflict, the high drama but, but, and high plot lines. But then, you yeah, know, yeah. Have, yeah, then you got the the super suits. You know, that the, the accelerator suits they call them. It's like, where is that coming from? And I yeah. think it's just big budget, like big Hollywood movie, and you stick GI Joe on the movie poster and people go to see it because it's G.I. Joe. Absolutely. But you know what? I, I'll probably guarantee you they won't have the theme song in there. Just like they didn't have it in Star Trek. I don't expect them to though. I want them to have what, what theme song? Fight for Freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. Maybe it'll be like adaption of no, it. Like Linkin they'll, Park they'll, will they'll, sing they'll that song do, or something. They'll probably do know. some hip hop remake version during the credits. There's nothing wrong you, with hip hop, first of all, but you know. <clears throat> I guarantee you that the end of the credits there will be a and now you know or what, what's the knowing is half knowing the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Yes, that will yeah. be at the at the yeah, end yeah, of I mean, the you credits. Learn, you know, they, they they teach you not to go into abandoned refrigerators. That's right. They teach you how to deal with bloody noses. Uh-huh. They they teach you <laughs> not to touch live wires on the side of the road. They teach you not to make fires in your kitchen. <laughs> Sure. So, so yeah, I mean they they teach a lot. So it would be good. I just I don't think they'll do that. But let, um, can we talk about the comic, the GI Joe? Well, this GI Joe, the GI Joe pages on our site need help. I mean, I I just looked at them. Uh, like Destro's page is just a couple paragraphs. That made me sad. I mean, even Snake Eyes, who a lot of people like, yeah. he's got this rich history. There's not a lot there. So this is my my plea, my shout out. It's like. We need some GI Joe work. These these pages need help. Because G Man doesn't have time to write pages. He doesn't have time. Do you do you even know the full GI Joe? Could you write those pages? Do you think you could? I could probably add more than that's what's there. I mean, I I, I read that those that, that was one of the first comics I read was the Marvel GI Joes back in '84. That's when I, I first started reading, and you know that's when you first had the drama as you were talking about with Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and you know so there there's some stuff and. They've expanded. It, I guess the hard thing now is after G.I. Joe went to Devil's Due, they kind of retained the history, and then now they're at IDW, and they've kind of revamped, rebooted some of it. So I guess the question is what is sticking and what's not. I mean, the, the important thing is Larry Hammett is still involved, or he's back involved again. So if, if I had time, I would add something more than what's there. But okay, we need help. But, we do need help. Um, I did want to talk about the actual comic book that came out, the movie adaptation. It's got this really heavy cover, which, you know, I guess is, is kind of funny. But I was skimming through it. I mean, I didn't read it. I skimmed through it, and I did notice that the doctor is actually in there. But he wasn't listed as one of the characters that are planning that they're planning to put in the movie on, like, I think IMDb. Yeah, IMDb, the great source. You, you look at and. He's not listed there. But he is in the comic book that is supposed to be an adaptation of the film. So I wonder if, you know, all this news about, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt being Cobra Commander, is he going to be Cobra Commander? Is he going to be the Doctor? Maybe he's going to be the Doctor. My hope is that he is actually playing both roles because I haven't seen anything concrete that this Doctor guy turns into Cobra you know, some that people are saying, is really... it Dr. Mindbender? But I think they, they said, no, it's not. Is this a one-off comic or is it a series? This is a series. They're doing a movie adaption. So this is issue number two that just came out. The movie adaption stuff really wakes me out. Like, you brought you, you brought me in. You knew I'm a big Star Trek. nerdy Star Trek fan. Wrath of Khan. And brought me in the Wrath of Khan comic book, which is 
line for line. All they do is take the exact lines from the movie and put them in a comic book. But the weird thing is Kirstie Alley was in that movie, and I guess they couldn't get her likeness. Probably. So everybody in the comic looks exactly like, you know, James Doohan, all those guys, hmm. totally in it. And then Kirstie Alley just looks like somebody completely different. <laughs> Mr. Savage. Well, well, the question is, could they not get her likeness, or did they not want her likeness? Well, Are you talking about Kirstie current <laughs> Kirstie Alley? Oh, back in the movie. That's mean. But oh, yeah, wow. uh, well, okay, if everyone else can do it, why, you know, what's, what's her problem that, that she wouldn't want her likeness? I think they probably just, uh, my guess is with the big franchise stuff, like they get the whole groups together and get them in a whole room and sign like a big contract so that when one shows up, they all show up. And I, I'm going to guess that she wasn't part of that. Yeah, it could be. So, you know, she's not in there. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, Deathstroke uh, is like my favorite. I love Deathstroke. He's in the new Booster Gold. I'm excited about that. Yeah, Booster like, Gold. I think Booster Gold is an underrated comic. Um, to me, it has a very quantum leapish feel, and I, I seem to be throwing that. Does out. it have the theme song? It does not have the theme song. <laughs> you know, maybe that, that'll be the next, the next variant cover. Oh. You open it up like the greeting cards. Yeah. With the music, maybe they'll they'll start doing that. Mm. Each character have their own theme, but Booster Gold. And then we'll be paying five ninety nine for a comic. Booster Gold. Oh, my favorite character, Starfire. And, uh, Starfire is also in Booster Gold. So I think I just threw up a little bit. Get that. <laughs> so, Booster Gold basically goes through time to try to fix things, kind of like quantum leap. And Sounds Ravager like becomes a guy. Like, like we see Ravager, and it's really a dude, not the Ravager that we. Well, you might know and love. I certainly don't love that character, but. It's interesting. I like I like that comic. It looks pretty good. Yeah, and you know you have potential because you know you can mess around with things and kind of like Exiles, but a little more in the regular traditional universe. G man, you're going to be reviewing Miss Marvel, right? I am going to be reviewing Miss Marvel. I'm I I couldn't believe how many characters they just decided to like throw into that comic. We see Wolverine, Spider Man is in that. Deadpool's on the first page. You open it up. Deadpool's in there. Yeah, you got yeah, Wolverine. So we got the new Avengers are going to pop in. And this is all leading into the War of the Marvels. And, you know, f- between Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel, I guarantee you Miss Marvel is going to win. Oh, really? That, that is my, my I'd be my perfectly happy if Rogue beat them both up, all of them. All of them. And so we have, this is part of Norman's Dark Reign. You know, let's replace all the heroes with villains. So he had Moonstone replace Miss Marvel. Now this cover here, that doesn't really look like Moonstone to me. No, you know what though? It does remind me of the same art that we saw in Heroes for Hire, that really, really, um, uh, what do you call it? Snaps. Apparently we're snapping. We're snapping because I can't think of the word. Um, controversial. The controversial cover for Heroes for Hire where they did, it looks kind of like anime yeah, manga stuff. Yeah, it does stuff. have a little anime. I'm, I'm not seeing... Um, a cover credit, so I, I don't know if it's Sergio Arino who did the interior. It's um, it's a it's a cute cover though. It's kind of yeah, it just it's very aesthetically it, it, pleasing if you're a guy. To me, that doesn't look like Moonstone, Miss Marvel. It doesn't have to. So, yeah. so that, that that's interesting. Yeah. So don't don't we want to talk about the new movie pages that? The idea, yeah. Yes, movie pages. Movie pages seem to be taking off. And people enjoy putting comic movies. What a surprise. Yes, what a surprise. But what is surprising me is some of the things that people are wanting to put up. 
you know, I like someone asked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, the Karate Kid was my favorite Karate, one. No, there, I don't know where that like came from. There was, no, uh, were, there was no Karate Kid comic. Yeah, but someone said that the person who was uh, writing it up basically said that there was... A like credit at the end of the credit that which had like a DC logo, which yeah, I don't, I, I don't, don't I definitely that. don't remember any sort of. I mean, you have the Karate Kid character from the Legion of Superheroes, but yeah, not, that's not, not that has absolutely not nothing yeah. to do with Daniel Larusso. Daniel Larusso is gonna fight. You're the best around. You're the best around. We can't sing too much, Beth. Okay. We'll get sued. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you know, that's what's interesting is you know we are mainly a superhero site. But people are, are, they want to put everything in there. Now, whether it's because they love the movie or, or they maybe just it's want because points. they want the points. Like, you know, we, I saw Quantum of Solace when, you know, someone asked about the good, the bad, and the ugly because that comic just came out. Yeah, it this, did. This week. I really wanted to read that, so I'm yeah, going to have to try I, to get yeah, it. Yeah, got to track that. So, what's our policy? Well, the, the policy is, in case you're not aware, is they must have a character page. So, yes. Leatherface does have a comic page. He has had several comics, so he, by our ruling, he is fair. Fair. Does that mean I can create a character page for Daniel Larusso and no, finally <laughs> get the Karate Kid? The character must have appeared in a comic, right? So, like one thing, someone tried um, adding, or someone did add Die Hard, but there is no John McClane page yet. That's too bad. There, well, there's going to be a Die Hard Year One comic coming out. Who's mm-hmm. putting that boom? What is that? Yes, like, boom, boom Studios. Boom Studios Nakatomi doing... Tower is being constructed as we, we are, speak. May, maybe, like, when he's still on the force or something. I, I actually think it'd be pretty interesting. It could be interesting. I mean, Boom has been doing some good good adaptations. They have the Do You Dream of, or Do Androids Dream of Electronic Sheep. That's Which is the Blade week. Runner, uh, Philip K. Dick. Yeah, that, that comes out on Wednesday, and I'm actually going to review that hopefully before Wednesday. I, I got my copy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool like that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really I'm looking forward to that comic. So that's the thing, is they must have appeared in a comic. Now we're being a little flexible as to which comes first, a chicken or the egg thing. But as long as there's been a comic, if if there is a comic book appearance, comic book page for the movie, then we'll put them on the site. So the good, the bad, and the ugly. There is now a comic adaption. I think I'm not sure if it's continuing from the movie or adaption adapting the movie. That is fair game for our site. But what, I, what's your favorite comic book movie? What's everybody's favorite comic book movie? Crap. All time. Oh, why? You can't think this Batman up? Begins. Batman Begins. My favorite villain, Ra's al Ghul. Really? Raz, that is, really. He is a good... I thought he was And Liam Neeson was yeah, perfect. He was good. Perfect. Hey, but is it Raz or Raish? Actually, it's, I think the... Um, if, if we do go back to his Arabic roots, I believe it's pronounced There we go. Raz. That's right. Because, we got some I mean, knowledge no, no, at the table. I mean, when I, when I read when, when first, like, Son of the Demon, when all that came out in, in, the, in the 80s, I always thought it was Raz al Ghul, because that's what right. it looks like. Yeah. And then Batman Animated Series came out, and they're all Raish al Ghul. And I'm like, but what my, is going on with my that? My review of Red Robin yesterday, we had an e- Egyptian yeah, user well, come in, and he was like, oh, this is pronounced Roz. That is the great part about I, I, I could say my exactly. name. I could say my name is pronounced Jiman. This is horrible. You know what I think this is? This is you stalling so that you don't have to pick your movie. So I'll give you a little bit more time. I'll favorite, show you mine. Favorite comic movie. Go ahead. Superman, the original. 
Really? Absolutely. See, how like, did you feel about the remake, though? How? I thought it was okay. I liked the idea. I, I loved the idea of it being a sequel to Superman 2. Because I like to think that the third yeah. and fourth movie did not exist. Like, <laughs> cocaine, adult, Richard Pryor. Believe it or not, I've never seen all of Quest for Peace. It's I, not. I refuse, don't, I refuse don't. to see it. I've seen clips in the whole... You did not... You, uh, you know what? Did you see Rocky Four? Yeah. Then you saw Quest for Peace. <laughs> like, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like, go America, Russia is lame. Let's, you know, whatever. But basically, I love... I just love, man, that... Give me farms and Kansas and stuff and My, swing, I, you know. Yeah. They should make Kingdom Come uh, a movie. That, yeah, that talk about big budget. That'd be fantastic. I mean, and that's that's what, what going back to the Avengers. You know, last weekend I put up a couple tr- fan trailers for like the Avengers and Civil War, and it's going to be crazy to try to do something of that scope. I just I don't know if it's ever going to happen. If it's ever possible. First of all, hopefully DC will retain all the rights. You know, sometimes they license them out to different studios, but yeah. if they can keep all their characters, but I just I just think it'd be. A logistical nightmare to try to put something that epic, unless it was but an I'm, animated movie. That, but I'm, that could like happen. I like I had said, I know that uh, I've reported that Spider-Man Four is is going on their third rewrite, yes. third script rewrite, and I feel which is a good sign, right? It, okay, That's a great sign. it's a good sign. But you know what? Why aren't people that actually worked on Spider-Man comic books getting involved in the writing of the script? I mean, that really does kind of. It could, it, it could be a Hollywood thing, and like. You but know, I who, mean, with the Avengers the, movies, you've got Bendis up all up in that. He's like, you know, he's he's really getting involved. Well, in all, even with with Green Lantern, Mark Guggenheim, yeah, is, is involved. They're scripting with that. it. So that's that what that's what makes sense is get these right, and you know, a lot of writers are actually novelists these days. I actually don't agree with you. Okay, why I, not? I totally think that it's a different medium. Like screenwriters or screenwriters, I, I think people can be good at both and like a bunch of different stuff. But it's kind of like, you know, having artists and writers separate and things like that. I just, I think, comic guys are are good at at writing comics, and I think that you know, and that's that doesn't mean that those guys shouldn't be, you know, heavily involved well, they in should stuff. Be consultants or you know something. Well, sure, that's what they're, they're acting they as consultants. The I think that's half, great. half the time, you know, you, you see, okay, this movie written by you know Joe Schmo of Hollywood, and it's like. And you look at their credits, and they wrote stuff, you know, like romance movies and you know stuff that has nothing to do with action or superheroes. So that's dude, there's I romance in almost every uh, that's superhero not what I'm movie. Talking, like, like something like The Notebook. You know, I don't want what's not Hell Spark. Whoever wrote The Notebook, you know, I don't want that Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. I had the uh, Sparks. Of course, right. of course the Sparks. girl knows. <laughs> so, so you know, I don't want you know someone who wrote a movie like that. Which that was a great movie if you're into the, the girly romance things. I'm, but I don't want. You know, I want someone with some history that knows that knows a character. I, I or at least if, if they followed the comics or the characters and like that, that's fine. But I don't want someone just saying, "Oh, I need another job. I'll write this movie, and I know nothing about the characters, but I'll I'll look them up and try to do something, and then write something like Venom dying at the end of Spider-Man Three and <laughs> and Deadpool having big sword katanas coming out of his arm, and you know, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that either. I think that's horrible. <laughs> okay, so maybe we should... I'm starting to get sad, so maybe we should move, move on. I don't want to think about that. Why don't we talk about the, the Stump Tony? I mean, Stump G-Man. Who's Tony? What? Who's Tony? <laughs> uh, who's Stump G-Man? Okay, I, this, wasn't, this was K 
Cascade, Captain Cascader's idea, and I'm not sure what your angle is on this. So what people send questions, basically we want questions. You know, we're going to have a mailbag section in these podcasts. If you have questions about comic books, send them in to, where do they send them? I guess send them to Tony at ComicVine.com. That Tony guy, he'll, he'll get them over to me. Your alter ego will pick them up yeah. and send them to your other alter ego and, and, and answer them. And, you know, put in a subject, just put podcast, you know, something like that, and then I will know that it is for the pod, but, podcast. But please don't spam us. Yeah. But uh, so, so that the, the thing is, you know, we are going to have a mailbag section. So if you have any questions, you know, we're not going to tell you, like, I'm not going to tell you, like, what Brand Wait a of, second. What brand of soap I use? You're cheating. In the shower. You're having them send the questions to you, and then you're going to answer the questions later. How do I know that you didn't like cheat and look up the answer? Well, we haven't defined the rules of this. Okay. Maybe they should send it to to me. Yeah, and then I can choose I it. I completely think that's the way that this segment should go because. And then, and then we can. And she can, can pick the hardest question. That has nothing to. Do. We'll pick like DC questions. It'll I, be awesome. I, I what's this? I know DC. What I, do you mean? I, I love DC comics. Well, I'm just right. not vocal about it. Okay, okay so, so, so so send them to Sarah at comicvine.com. S a r a no h. But no love letters, please. Yeah. We'll just keep that to the PM box. But definitely, <laughs> but, actually, we you could just even PM me your questions for for Tony. I mean, Absolutely. G-Man. Use the website that we have already built. Okay, so send your PMs. So send, send so, your PMs to Babs or G-Man. Just dump G-Man. Actually, you just <laughs> should just send them to Babs so Babs can choose but, the hardest question and G-Man has to answer it. And you that can would be send great. me if you have any other questions and perhaps, you know, if it's not too personal or boring, we'll answer those on the next podcast. And if we pick your question, we'll give you 100 extra points. Yes, I'll, I'll, I will go in there and give you 100, so 100, 100 clever. points. That's right. So it's got to be good, and it's got to be well-written so I can read it. And again, make sure you put the subject that it's for the podcast. I guess that's it. Okay, so that is it. I think we're going to wrap this up. So Thank you, Captain Cascader, know. for coming in and talking to us today. No give problem. Us, give nice. us your feedback. Let us know what you thought. Do you want to hear more of this? Tell and us about Ryan Reynolds' hot bod. Yes. 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 No. Oh, oh no. And, no. And, yes. and I, I want to thank Super Coons for setting up the beginning of this. You know, he, he darted out. He didn't want to be in on this. Maybe we'll get him next time. And we'll see you guys next week, right? All right. All right.